If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Get ahead of the postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code PROGRAM. This is FCB Radio, where real talk lives. Visit us online at fcbradio.com. Yep. Something's happening. Sounds like something's about to explode. Hey, what's going on, y'all? This is your man Jeff Brown from the Jeff Brown Show, the hottest show on this side of heaven. Hey, Cleveland.com's top ranked top 26 podcast, local podcast in Cleveland. And iHeartRadio Entertainment Lounge, uh, Entertainment Lounge, Entertainment Category. We got that coming up uh, later on the show. Uh, top 150. And uh, you know, I got the lovely side of the show with me. Uh, Mr. Yeah. Chassie, what's going yeah. on? Nothing. What's going on, Jeffrey? I'm chilling. I'm just, uh, hey, I'm doing what you're doing. We quarantined and trying to, trying to survive each and every day. Every day tells a different story. Yeah, are you staying safe? Always. Yeah, there you uh, go. Always. That's all, That's all we can do. And we got my man, King Penn, the referee himself, always trying to keep it together. Mr. Dark, what's, what's up, sir? What's up, boy? Oh, man. What's going on, man? Hey, man, I'm, I listen, I'm trying to live straight in the crooked world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's a lot of crooked stuff going on in this world, man, and I'm just trying to I'm just trying to maneuver my way through it. Right. I'm trying to maneuver right. my way through it. Hey, you know what? I want to say too, man. Um, uh, that there's a lot of stuff going on, man. Weird stuff going on, man. Um, which kind of brings me to the topic of the show. I'm, I'm just gonna jump right into it. Um, and I want to also let me say this: we got some crazy people in the black community, man. And I have to say that. Did you, see the, did you see that video in Chicago yes. with those kids in that yes. house? Yes. What in the world are you doing with a mask on with a thousand people? What difference do it make? You got exactly. masks on masks, ain't any never. It's just crazy. Which kind of inspired my There was quite a few so, that didn't even have masks on. And and one of the people that was videoing Garvio. And these are all young, these are all young urban knights, black guys, yeah. black men, young black women. This is our yeah. future. Okay. And we are an intelligent people, but damn man, we can be, we can be uh what's the word? I'm, we can be uh naive a lot of times. Let me use that word, naive. Right. And right. um and um the guy says, Hey, hey, we 
Corona, coronavirus, COVID nineteen. Listen, if we get it, we get it. If we don't, we don't. You know, it is what it is. But to have that type of attitude, which kind of brings me to the topic of discussion tonight: conspiracy theories. There are so many conspiracy theories about COVID nineteen, Bill Gates, Donald Trump, the Senate, Senate, uh, Congress. Everybody's got a conspiracy theory, and the worst of the worst type of conspiracy theory is the one that be on YouTube and they share them on Facebook, and they got mm-hmm. this, like thirty five minutes long. long. Those long Maybe. videos, well produced. Hell, is this? Yeah. People uh-huh. don't know. And here was funny about conspiracy theories, right? They don't ever fact check. They just believe immediately what they have heard and what somebody messaged them. You know how many conspiracy videos I get in my inbox on probably, Facebook? Probably as many as I do. <laughs> and but here's the thing: what's dangerous about conspiracy theories is that people believe them. They're influential. And you have people of influence that are actually out here saying, "Hey, uh, this is this is what's going on. This is it. This is this is the truth. You know, check this out. Read this." And there's no validity to it. And I'm like, you know, I was. And it was kind of interesting. I've been doing a study on Bill Gates. And uh, here recently, Darby, I've been doing a study on Bill Gates. I should say, mm-hmm. because you know, you know, because of his connection with. Uh, WHO and a lot of stuff he's done since the 90s as far as finding uh, uh, vaccines, medications, treating um, poor countries, you know, children, you know. Right. Just kind of really, you know, just kind of looking into, I've been reading article after article, comparing article after, you know, just looking at what is it, why are they attacking this man so much? What is all, like out of nowhere, all this this stuff just kind of just came out of nowhere, you know. When, When Donald Trump you know, uh, uh, make the statement about, you know, pulling out WHO, which he hasn't officially done yet, pulling the funding. Uh, I haven't seen anything updated that he actually officially did it. Um, all these conspiracy theories came out about COVID-19 and, and Bill Gates, he the one that, hey, he knew about it and he developed it and, you know, he got, he developed it so he can control the whole world with this special vaccine. I'm like, man, what in the hell is going on? Like, <laughs> it's just, I, you know what drive, what pisses me off with two things to go back to what you said about the young people saying or oh, if I get it I get it I don't that I don't or whatever it really upsets me because they're not using common sense and that's what really really boils my blood about this whole thing because a lot of the youth feel like that their immune system is so strong that they can't get it but here's what they're not thinking about the people that they may possibly come in contact with and infect them like what about if they have grandparents you know, what if they are the family members or friends, you know, older people, we already know that, you know, unfortunately, if it infects them, they may not be able to fight it off. Not only right. that, what about the friends or, and I say this because I have a lot of people in my family, like immediate family siblings that are not older, but have immune deficiencies. So what if you come in contact with the family member that has asthma or diabetes or taking some medication and you affect them, but they're not able to fight it off. So that's what really upsets me that they're not using common sense and they're not going to until what my grandfather used to always say until it rings their doorbell. 
is going to have to knock on their door before they think that this is real. And it really upsets me that they're doing things that way. And they're selfish when it comes to stuff like that. That's really That's selfish. That's exactly what it is. It's selfish. And I, what they don't it's, there's no age or gender to this thing. There was, I read about, I talked to a lady, she had a, a grandson, 25 years old, a firefighter that passed away from COVID. So there is no age or gender because you feel like your immune system is so strong. Doesn't mean that if you come in, you get the COVID that you'll make it. That's just really right. what upsets it, 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 listen, listen to this though, Darview, according to Pew Research, right? Now, you know, I'm going to give you some numbers. There. 30% of Americans believe the conspiracy theories regarding the COVID-19 or the coronavirus, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, check this out. Here's, now, listen to this. The belief that the coronavirus was created in a lab also is more prevalent among Hispanic and Black Americans than among whites, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, about 4 in 10 Hispanic adults, 39%, Said that the virus virus was created, COVID nineteen was created in a lab. Among black adults, thirty four percent say the same thing. That's a that's a third, man. That's like crazy. So yep. wow. all these people, like with all these people, you know, like that believes this, you know. Um, oh, here's another thing. Ages. Uh, here's another younger adults. Okay. Uh, ages eighteen to twenty-nine, they believe that the virus was created in a lab. In a lab, was a lab experiment. Thirty-five percent. Ridiculous. So what I'm saying is, like, when you look at what we're dealing with, man, it you you see why you have all these crazy people having parties and with a thousand people there, and you know, it's just nuts. When we started first hearing about the coronavirus, how many people just said, oh, it's just another method of the flu. It's just the flu. Look how many people that thought that, you know, they're not thinking you're not, you know, in the medical field. You don't know. It's just and then even with. And it's much more it's much more contagious and much more deadly than the flu. Absolutely. A major respiratory infection. Yeah. I think the I think the problem, and I said this to a friend of mine. We were talking about the, the conspiracy theory stuff because I'm a person I hate conspiracy theories. I oh, hate yeah. conspiracy theories, but I understand why a lot of us believe them. Yeah. Um, when you look at, you know, what we've been through, sure. any when you have a group of people who who've been through the Tuskegee experiment and and COINTELPRO and all that kind of stuff. It's not beyond the realm of possibility for us to believe that something nefarious is going on. And on top of that, we aren't paying attention to a lot of news sources. So we're not getting the information uh, from where you know the sources that we need to be getting it from. That's one of the things that over this last week, week and a half, I'm really proud of this network because multiple shows on this network have interviewed key people, important people about the coronavirus and getting information out to folks who may not have access to it 
or may not look for it otherwise. Because that's the way that you fight ignorance is with more information. Absolutely, absolutely. Which which kind of uh, uh, brings me into uh, what we're getting ready to talk about as we go into uh, um, uh, as we get into the show. Uh, as we take this break, uh, first of all, I want to uh, say that we got the medical examiner on, Mr. Todd Barr. He'd be on later in the show. But coming up is my friend, Pastor Anthony Hudson, and he's going to be talking about his new single, "Trouble Don't Last Always." Hey, coming right up. With Jeff Brown Show. Yo, 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 what's poppin', what's poppin'? It is your friendly neighborhood Simba, Aaron Malik, here to remind you guys to go stream my new single, Tempo, on all streaming platforms. Yes, all of them. YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, Pandora, all that. I greatly appreciate it. Love you guys. We rock, we roll, we ride to the tempo. The dance floor where we come alive. Let loose through your limbs, how you feel inside. Mama, take my hand, show me the best you can. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Jeff Brown Show. I came to encourage you today. You keep your head up now. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Jeff Brown Show. And we have my friend on the line, Pastor Anthony Hudson of Greater Faith uh, Church out in Cincinnati, Ohio, doing his thing. And uh, he and his lovely wife, which is my play sister, uh, First Lady Hudson, she's doing her thing as well. Uh, he just released a brand new single called Trouble Don't Last Always. And Lord knows we got a lot of trouble going on right now. How you doing, Pastor Hudson? I'm great, man. I'm doing well. How about yourself? Man, I always tell people I'm always trying to live straight in a crooked world, man. So, <laughs> Yes, sir. Uh, uh, what inspired the single, man? Well, honestly, um, I wrote the single about a year ago, to be honest. Uh, just going through a tough time. I was riding in my car, just sitting. I hadn't gotten off work, and uh, God just gave me a melody. And uh, I actually used my phone and my iPad to record it. And so once that happened, I, I sent it to my wife, let her listen to it, and she said she really liked it. And then I uh, I recorded it. Had no idea that this time a pandemic would come, that it would be so relevant for this time. But I'm glad yeah. that uh, that it can bless the people. Let me ask you a question. As a pastor, um, how, how are you dealing with this? You know, 
how are you dealing with it? I mean, um, spiritually and mentally, you know, knowing that you have people that's actually counting on you and, you know, I'm pretty sure, you know, people that have died from this. How are you dealing with this? Well, I, I think the best thing I'm doing and I encourage everybody else to do is just keep the faith that your faith has to be high and also don't allow your faith to take precedence or, or, or uh, don't allow your faith to take place of caution. Uh, you can have faith, but you also need to be cautious. And um, so what we've been doing as a church is that we've been keeping uh, the Ohio standards. We've just been about 10 of us in to make sure that we still get the word out. Uh, okay. But we've been doing our safety precautions and been having uh, our, our, you know, wiping down the church and, and getting our hand sanitizer. But we have not had a, a, a church full of folk purposely uh, so that because it's all about the people at the end of the day. You got to really right. care about people and that has to come before, you know, what what you want to do. Let me ask you a question. Everything is virtual now. Uh, yeah. Did you think uh, that uh, with this pandemic that is forcing churches to be virtually sound now? I mean, as Facebook, Instagram, it's like a, it's a whole other platform out there. Absolutely. It's yeah. funny because they were talking about how a few years ago. You know, there were some churches who was talking about the, the church should be on social media and the church didn't have a place on social media. And now if you want to be, you know, you want to still get this word out, this is what you have to do. And so now right. everybody is going to the social media platform and, and now churches are, are having to become uh, more relevant by using social media than they've ever been before. So even us, uh, we upgraded and upgraded our computer, upgraded our our video cameras and and did what we had to do. We're also, you know, on YouTube now as well as our church page, because if not, then you'll just be stuck with the people that you serve, not being able to hear the word. And really hearing the word is the most important part. That's amazing you say that, man, because I, I know, especially in uh, the traditional Pentecostal churches, you know, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the Koji churches, I'm pretty sure you, I know you're, that's, you know, I know that uh, as well. Uh, that organization. Uh, a lot of people traditionally say, hey, man, Facebook and Instagram, y'all shouldn't be doing that. But right. it's amazing that the church has to use that platform in order to survive. Has to. Has yeah. to. And, 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 and I'm looking at it like now, and you're young. You're young. Yeah. And, and, and how, how, how old is your church? My church is 10 years old. Wow. So like so this is a really you're you're pretty much this was pretty much a big transition really for you then huh because you're Absolutely. fairly young and as a ministry right and before uh we weren't streaming live we would just do like my wife would record some things and we'll put some clips out right. there but we weren't streaming the whole service and now because you know we have people older and elderly who we don't want to come out to the church and we have people who are handicap we don't want to come out to the church we're not driving a church van and so mm. those people can't come so we now we have to stream so that people can get the whole service and i'm finding out that we've had more likes now on our church page than we've ever had before because of this that's amazing well listen all good things must come to an end i want you to do i want you to do two things for me and i appreciate you coming on i want you to number one just give us a, a small word of encouragement and can you say a prayer and um, in that word of encouragement, let us know, uh, the listeners know exactly how they can find you, how they can contact you, and how can they get that new single? Sure. Well, first of all, let me appreciate you 
for allowing me to come on. I really appreciate this platform and I'm thankful and grateful to you and to those who are on with us for just taking this time to listen. Uh, I want to encourage everybody out there, uh, the song, uh, we're in the middle of a pandemic. We are in the middle of a time we've never seen before. We're in the middle of a time where people are losing loved ones and people are suffering in the hospital. People are going through a virus. And again, we've never seen anything like this before in our life. But the song says, and this is the encouraging word that I want to leave with you, trouble don't last always. Even though we're seeing seemingly in this place and it seems like that this will never end, we'll never go back to life as usual, we'll never be able to go back and get haircuts and go to salons and do what we have normally done. I want to encourage everybody to know that if we hang in there and we be safe and we take precaution and we do what God is calling us to do, take this time to learn God and get closer to God. This will not last always. Eventually, this will end. And I declare that we're going to come out of this better and stronger and wiser and even more prepared than we've ever been before. So I'm telling everybody, you can go download that single that will encourage you during this time on iTunes. And you can download it on Apple Music. Spotify, Amazon, YouTube, all the digital outlets, it is there for you to download. I pray and I encourage you today, listen to it. And the song says that you need to keep your head up high and understand that trouble will not last forever. So I pray now, Father, in Jesus name, I ask, so God, that you would bless us, that you would help us to understand that your word says that all things work together for the good of us who love the Lord. So even though it may seem bad, we know that it's working for our good. We know that you're a God that is never without a plan. You always have a plan and you're always behind the scene working things out for us. So help us, strengthen us, encourage us, help us to keep our faith on high, help our families to stay safe and even cover us under your blood. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Hudson. Hey, we'll be right back with more of the Jeff Brown Show. I'm Kira Davis host of the Just Listen to Yourself podcast. And that's the podcast where I ask you to take your talking points on your favorite hot button issues of the day and draw them out to their logical conclusion. And that's available right here on the FCB Radio Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Jeff Brown Show. Welcome back, welcome back. Hey, that was a phenomenal interview with my friend, brother, Pastor Anthony Hudson. And you all, and make sure you all go out and copy his new single on all uh, digital platforms. Trouble don't last always. That's uh, good information to know. And I like the prayer. But listen, 
you know we got to get into the relationship corner. Oh my god, we we had the pastor on. Now we got the relationship corner scenario. So, oh my god, thanks a lot. Thanks for putting me right behind the pastor, Jeffrey. Hey, you might get saved. <laughs> <laughs> you might get saved. Oh, oh my goodness. Maybe you might get saved. Right, I was saying before the interview, I prayed. From this COVID nineteen, I pray, I prayed before the interview so I could get, so I could be right. I can, <laughs> I, think- do the I can do the interview in good conscience. Oh Lord, <laughs> please forgive him, Jesus. Right. All right, guys. So, you, I have a good one here. Of course, sent to me. Shout out to KK249 because she did ask me to say her name. Um, KK249, what the 249 stuff for? I, I don't know. And I think I got to make sure I'm saying it. Yeah, I believe that's right. Um, oh. Anyway, um, you and your partner has a 10-year-old son. Um, your son apparently is not into sports. But mm. your husband feels that because he's a boy that he needs to be more into sports. Without consulting you or your son, your husband enrolls him on a soccer team. So you go to support him, your son, and your husband come to find out the coach is your husband's ex that he recently had a baby with on you while you guys were in a relationship. How do you handle that? Wow. Well, damn. But she did say, is this real? She did say, this is real. Yeah, she did say that she asked, why would you choose this team? And he said, this was the only team with an availability. So, (laughs) (laughs) Jeffrey is not funny. So, Darby, I'm going to go to you first because I think Jeffrey is laughing. He needs to figure out what he, how is you? deal with that so in your case if it was your wife I would absolutely feel some type of way number one but it's 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 extremely hard for me to paint the picture of what I would do in that situation because she would have been gone when she ran ran out and had another baby on me anyway so we wouldn't even be together at this point to even have this discussion but you know what I notice with a lot of relationships we say oh you're having a baby on me I'm leaving I have noticed a lot of people are accepting that their significant other may have had a baby on them while they were in a relationship and they still together not me no. <laughs> Hell, it's people to keep them. not me I think I, I agree Hell, with that it's cheaper to keep them if I'm a, listen hey it's already messed up yeah. You think I'm gonna think I'm gonna try to do a divorce? You think I'm gonna try to do something crazy like that? Well, what, what, you, what, what you keeping? What you worth? It's nothing worth keeping. Hey, you she got a baby money. on you, dog. Hold on, wait a minute. If she got money and I got money, <laughs> oh. now listen, hold there up. There you go. There you go. Hey, listen. I what read an article today. Listen, I read an article today. A man, uh, uh, um, what's the name of uh, the basketball player? Oh my goodness, he left. He left his girl at the altar because she wouldn't sign a prenup. Let me tell you something. When it comes to stuff like this, man, money plays a big factor. So for me, I have to look at the whole scenario. 
Okay, I had it. Because for me, if I slept, if I cheated on my girl and had a baby on her and didn't tell her, depending on who that I got it. And, you know, in my mindset, the type of women I date and I go out with, uh, man, it's it's already going to be hell to pay when they it's find gonna out. Be, it's going to be know? bad for you. Know? you. And not to mention... I done put this boy in a uh in a in soccer with the girl that I had a baby with. Well, I I think for me, real quick, my issue would be that you enrolled my son or got him on a team number one without consulting me or him when clearly that. He's not into sports. Maybe that'll change, but if this is not what he want to do, you shouldn't have went out and done it behind our back anyway. And then number right. two, hold, hold on, hold your thought. Just, hold your hold your thought, Sassy. Let's take this yeah. break, and um, we're bringing in Mr. Barr, uh, the the examiner, uh, Cuyahoga County Medical Examiner, talking about COVID nineteen. But we're gonna pick this conversation right back up. Uh, right after this interview, because I want to make sure that we get this information. This is the Jeff Brown Show. Don't lose your thoughts, Sassy. I won't. I'm Dr. Amy Acton, and I'm director of the Ohio Department of Health. It's really important that you have access to the most reliable, trusted source of information. Please come to our website, coronavirus.ohio.gov. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, by law, 18 plus, terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Jeff Brown Show. And we're back and we're back. And we are privileged to have County uh, Medical Examiner, Mr. Todd Ball, uh, with us today. Bar, I'm sorry, Ball, Bar, with us today. I apologize. Uh, as he will give us some information as it relates to COVID-19. Uh, there are a lot of conspiracy theories about uh, uh, how the death toll is counted. And we just want to make sure that we're giving out solid information. And who better not to do it than a medical examiner? How are you doing today, uh, Mr. Bart? I'm doing great. How are you? Doing good. Uh, how are you? How, how, how has this affected the medical examiner's office, COVID-19? How, how, what, 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 what's one word you can say that describes what's going on right now? Um, I would say a little chaotic. Okay, okay, okay. Chaotic being that uh, that you have a lot of you have a lot of of people that have that have died, and you, the uh, the, uh, the examiner's office is overwhelmed, or is it just overwhelming? Period. So the problem lies in the fact that in Ohio we have a lack of testing availability for living patients as well as patients that have died. And in our office, we see quite a number of people that come in for various reasons, whether it's a car accident or a homicide or a suicide or someone who dies at home. Uh, They were not authorizing us to do testing on postmortem victims on postmortem cases. So we were not able to get an accurate picture 
as to who was coming through our office that was positive with the COVID virus or not. There were certain cases that the Department of Health uh, stepped in and said, yes, we want these particular decedents to be tested. And we have had several of these patients that have come through our office that have tested positive. Some of them have had autopsies and some of them have not. Uh, but there's a, a, a whole flux of people who come through the office that we're not able to actually send out a test and get a result. So therein lies the problem. We don't know what the real numbers are in our community. Oh, my goodness. So, so the numbers that we see that are being reported uh, from the state, where are those numbers coming from? So the numbers from the state are coming from actual confirmed positive tests, mostly of patients that have gone into hospital settings or clinics and had those tests uh, 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 taken from them. Uh, once once somebody passes, they, they're trying to reserve the testing for the people that are still living. And I don't know if you heard recently, but in New York City, they recently did uh, 7,500 random tests of the population of New York City. And approximately 25% of those people that were tested have been found to be positive for the virus and or have the antibodies so that they've converted, uh, they've, they've been exposed, they were carriers, and now they may be immune because they have the antibodies in their systems. That's the only wow. testing that we have right now. And so the numbers, I think, are quite underrepresented in our actual community. So in other words, you're, in, in your opinion, in your professional opinion, you believe that the numbers are low. I believe the numbers are quite low. I think there are a lot more we, we know that this virus affects uh, older people, people with underlying health conditions, and uh, folks that have other sort of compromising situations in their health. Uh, but we're not catching all of the people who may have contracted the illness and were walking around among us with the virus that they're shedding as they cough or speak or talk or sneeze, uh, we're not catching those people because they were asymptomatic. And those people are just as virulent and can spread this virus to other people uh, without even knowing that they're infected them themselves. Wow. So yes. let me ask you a question. So what should people do in your professional opinion to practice social distancing? So I know that we're on the on the verge of the beginnings of reopening um, Ohio, and I know that uh, Dr. Amy Acton and our governor have done a tremendous job at being responsible and trying to keep us all safe. And they've done extraordinary measures, and a lot of people are getting very concerned about being cooped up and quarantined, as I am. We all are. We're all living this. But we have to uh, practice these. The, the reason that we don't have the surge of the cases that they were predicting is because we have all been practicing these social distancing measures and safe uh, uh, 
the the safety measures as far as like covering our faces and wearing gloves and doing these things. So in order to open our state and be safe, people have to continue to maintain a six foot social distancing uh, uh, area around them. We have to be cognizant of wearing facial shields or face masks, and it doesn't mean surgical masks or N95 masks, just a cloth covering so that if you should happen to sneeze while you're in the grocery store and you don't know if you've been exposed, if you've been exposed and you sneeze and you're wearing a cloth mask, it's going to trap all those particles, those virus particles in your mask and not spread it to the person that's within six feet of you. So it's very, very important for us to maintain these social distancing measures as we move forward with this opening. Wow. Hey, Dario, did you want to ask a question? Um, yeah, so you had, uh, you just mentioned you were talking about the, uh, uh, the, the preventative measures that we've put in place and how that's had an impact on us not seeing the surge. What do you think, in your professional opinion, would have happened had we not taken those measures? Well, if we had not taken those measures, there's no doubt in my mind as a medical doctor and someone who's been in the field for decades now, that we would have seen an incredible surge. Our hospital systems would have been overwhelmed. We would have run out of protective equipment way earlier. We would have had morgues with bodies piling up. And I think, you know, th th this is the sad reality because the surge wasn't as large as previously anticipated. People think, well, maybe this wasn't as bad as we thought it was. But you know what? It really was bad as we thought it was. And without these uh, measures that we put into place, the social distancing and staying at home and, and sheltering in place, we would have had a much worse pandemic than we have on our hands. Uh, it, it, it's a tribute to every single citizen of, the, of Ohio and of this country and of the world who have taken these measures to stay safe during these times. And, you know, it's an inconvenience for all of us economically uh, and in so many ways, but it has saved hundreds of thousands of lives in the process. Wow. Uh, Mr. Barr, we appreciate you, man. All good things must come to an end. We appreciate you uh, stopping by, talking with us, giving us all this great information. Um, how can people contact the medical examiner's office if they have any questions uh, regarding COVID-19? Well, they could they could go to our website, which is CuyahogaCounty.us, uh, uh, or just type in Cuyahoga County Medical Examiner's Office, or the Department of Health for Ohio. Um, the Department of Health for Ohio puts out uh, daily statistics and updates the numbers and, and shows you where we are tracking and where we're headed and where we've been and the progress, we, progress we've made. And uh, it, it's a good way to keep in touch with, you know, what's going on in our communities. 
Wow. Well, listen, uh, thank you again, uh, Mr. Barr. We appreciate you. We appreciate your service to our community. And listen, we have you in our prayers. And as always, like I've been telling everybody, stay home and stay safe. Hey, this stay is home, Brown stay Show. safe. <laughs> hey, this is the Jeff Brown Show. We'll be right back. Hey, y'all, it's your girl, Sassy, and I want to send a special birthday shout-out to all our celebrities celebrating a birthday this week. We have the BBWs on Miss Lizzo, Dwayne Johnson, known as the Sexy Rock, Dynamic Duo One Up from Mary Mary, Miss Erica Campbell, Travis Scott, the rapper legend Too Short, and my favorite while an outcast, DC Young Fly, and rest in peace, Gianna Bryant, a.k.a. Gigi, gone too soon. Happy, happy birthday, and may God bless you with many, many more. Coming up is more from the Jeff Brown Show. This is the Jeff Brown Show. Oh, wow, man, what a powerful interview. Very informative um, from uh, from our medical examiner. I would have never thought in many years I'd have had the medical examiner on my show, okay? But, hey, we're li- these are the times that we're living in, and we want to make sure that we get all the information out. Hey, listen, Sassy, I know we're going to get into the entertainment lines. I'm pretty sure you got something to talk about. But I, I definitely want to, because that was a good, that's a good this, this relationship corner thing is really kind of still buzzing right now so i want to kind of hear what you want because you know we kind of uh had to uh take a break to get uh mr bar in but i want you to uh say your opinion because you was talking about your how you would have handled that so let me let me hear that because i i didn't even really get into how i would handle it but go ahead right no but what i was saying i think number one i would really be upset because you decided to do something without consulting me or my son when, like I said, clearly, you he made it clear, however y'all found out he's not into sports, I don't think that you should ever force your children into doing something that they don't want to do. But then I decided to try to support you in your decision as a wife, and I find out that you have this woman here that you cheated on me with, not only that, but then fathered a child with. That would be the ultimate no-no for me. My son is not being on that team, and we got to go. And I, when we get in the car, I'm tearing you up. It's just, oh. it's just, that's unacceptable. Now, when you say tearing you up, what do you by that? Tearing you up. What are you going to do? I mean, I'm, I'm, trying, I'm trying to figure out what is that, what is that in layman's terms, tearing you up? I'm going to beat your boy. I'm going to beat your It's going to be some violence. So, so it's, it's going to be some domestic violence. You know, domestic violence went up since COVID-19 and came into play, too. Um, yes, I see. Yeah, but I just think that would be it's that's number one, you disrespected our household already, and I've accepted gonna, this and forgiven you and this I'm, child. I'm gonna, use, I'm gonna use the I'm gonna use uh the what and the what and who scenario. Okay. Who, who baby is that? <laughs> what you talking about? <laughs> what? Huh? All in the, huh? Who? See, you gotta Listen, it always works. I don't care what nobody. I'm always listen. I'm gonna always deny when I'm wrong. I got Only. you. <laughs> In a situation like that, you got you. Who? I see y'all already know that is his child. If 
she knows this woman or whatever man in this y'all case. Yeah, because she only because she just not she just not finding out. At the, at yeah. The, at the, yeah. So she like so the so the girl she see me hollering at the female and she come up and they get to talking. You know, I have this child. You know, are you gonna call, come? Are you gonna come get a little such and such? A little such and such. I'm gonna be like, huh? Who? Who won't come? Who you? I hate little such and such. That name is just little such and such. I hate it. <laughs> little such and such. You go, oh, what you mean? What? I don't know what you're talking about. You know, so you got to you got to play that what and who. And I don't oh. know. Listen, if you ever get in trouble, I don't know. Yes or no, or please Either listen, don't listen. You, you, you got a higher probability of not going to prison. Okay, <laughs> so I'm just telling you. Attorney, Jeffrey's advice, please. So, don't. hey, brother, listen, I, listen. I know we didn't get a chance to uh, um, uh, relationship uh, get the entertainment lounge in, but listen, Sassy, what did you learn today? As we wrap up, um, I learned that. You will play this whole who what thing knowing that you cheated on your wife. Dario. I learned that Jeff was the ghostwriter of that hit song by Shaggy <laughs> called It Wasn't Me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I learned that trouble don't last always. Listen, this is your man. I love y'all. We love you. Hey, y'all stay safe. Wash your hands. Practice Please. social distancing. We'll be right. We'll see you next week. This is the Jeff Brown Show. Some clowns will go away. FCB Radio Network, first class broadcasting worldwide.